Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Hello, here we are back again on Everyday Revival. Last time we talked about some great things. Today we have some great things that we're going to talk about as well. Um, Hope you had a great week. Hope you and your families are doing well. I know uh, things are happening in this nation. Things are happening all around the world. Uh, News isn't the greatest, but I'm telling you there's something about good news, the good news of Jesus, the things that he said, the things that are in his word that give us hope and they anchor us uh, for the things that uh, we're dealing with in the days ahead and right now. And so I'm, I'm uh, not losing heart. We're not losing heart. We're, we're steady and we're uh, steadfast in, in what he's uh, called us to do. That is true. So last time we talked about staying full of God's word and what a prerequisite for things because people that we talked about, people that stay empty and they don't have any of God's word on the inside of them, that when the storms of life come and things, you know, adversity and things come at them, they don't know how to handle it except uh, in the natural. And that's a dangerous place to be because um, handling, thing, handling things naturally, um, you just, you use so much of your own mental energy and it wears you out and you make wrong choices and wrong decisions. But when you're full of God's word and we have that, uh, that stability on the inside of us, those promises, they're alive. It says the word of God is quick and powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It is a dividing uh, uh, mechanism and it goes in and it, and it divides the intents of our heart and all the different things on the inside of us. But it is a it is an anchor for our soul. And so we, we want these things in our life. We talked about his word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Um, wow, so many, so many people are looking for that. If we just took that one verse and we just every day <laughs> looked to, to Jesus and said, hey, I, I believe that your word is a lamp unto my feet. I'm going to put it on the inside of me today. It's a light unto my path. People wouldn't be so... Um, so much like the world because, you know, there's, there's people out there and they're just hopeless. They don't even know what they're doing. They're just barely making it through life. And we have the answer on the inside of us. We have God's word. It's that anchor on the inside. So we talked about that last time, but today I felt really led to, to talk about uh, this. And that was that we can be full of God's word. We can be full of joy and these things are good, but if we don't know that we have an enemy, or let me say it like this, most people know that there is an adversary. They know that there's a devil, but they don't, they don't really understand the way he works in their lives. And sometimes they don't even recognize, you know, that he is at work and that he is trying to mess up things and they just blame it on oh, that was chance or whatever. No, there's an adversary, a devil, who works against our lives uh, to cause us to stop, to throw up roadblocks in our life. And if we don't know our enemy, right, because he knows all about us. 
he knows he knows all about us and, and he's he's uh, ready in the morning when we get up he's ready there it's that's not a fear thing it's just a knowing that we are always um, we're always on guard and we know our authority we know our position that we have that we win every time if we'll use those things but we do have to know that we have an adversary and we have to know him and his tactics we have to know basically how he works against us. I know personally with me, you know, he works in patterns and I know he does that with other people. I'm sure that if you were to sit down and you really uh, looked at maybe the last six months and you were to say, you know, wow, this is a pattern that he uses. He, he tries to trip me up in this area and I keep falling for it, you know, or in my thinking. Um, he always gets me to think about this one thing, this one thing, and I use the I use the word against him, you know, and I and I re- renew my mind with God's word, but he he's trying to he's trying to work this pattern in my life. Um, I want to read this first because this is a a picture of what we're talking about in First Peter five, First uh, Peter five eight through nine. It says, "Be sober, be vigilant." Those are action words. Because your adversary, who? The devil. You know, right there, we'll stop because many Christians, they don't even want to, they don't even want to talk about that because they want to stick their head in the sand and, you know, live on puffy white clouds and float through the air. But we, he, the Bible tells us that we have an adversary and he's against us and he's the devil. And it says, as a roaring lion, he acts like a roaring lion, as one. He walketh about seeking whom he may devour. And I, I've always loved those words because it's not just any, anyone he wants to pick off. Thank goodness. Aren't you glad that we have the things that God has given us in his word? We have, you know, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the things that we can use to combat the enemy. We, and we will win when we do that. But he says he's looking whom he may devour. I mean, in the years that we've, we've been pastoring and in the years we've been in ministry, you do see that. You see that people who don't stay full of God's word, they're just attenders. They just come to church, you know, here and there, or, you know, they come because they know it's the right thing to do, but they're never a doer of the word. They walk out of church, shut their Bibles, get in their car, and as if they weren't Christians or didn't even know him during the week, and then they just show back up at church. This isn't a lifestyle of victory. Um, and you could probably ask those people, and they tell you it's not a lifestyle of victory. But he's looking, he's walking around with his binoculars, and he's looking for those that he may devour, that he might uh, John 10:10 10, 10 says, he comes to steal, kill and destroy, right? So he's looking. And he's looking for those that are vulnerable, we can say. Those that um, don't, don't know their position in Christ. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they have. They don't know that they can use their voice and defeat the devil by, by speaking God's word. They just don't know these things. And let me say this. There's a category of people that don't know it, but then there's a category a category of people that do know this, I'm talking about Christians, that they do know these things that I'm talking about, but they, they're not doers of it. 
See, you can have head knowledge, but if you don't have revelation of it, if we, we're not actually doers of that word, then we're never going to accomplish anything. Uh, for God, we're going to be defeated. And so he said, he's, uh, the Bible says, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. So that verse 9, though, says, whom resist steadfast in the faith. In other words, we have to do something. There's another part to this. Knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. We, in other words, we have to resist steadfast in the faith. Putting up the shield of faith and saying, uh, you know, one, one translation, quenching all the fiery darts of the wicked. In other words, he's shooting those things at us, right? Um, I'm a visual person, and I just imagine him, you know, out there with a little blow gun, blow dart, whatever you call it, and he's like, he's like shooting these these darts at you, you know, and you're you're trying trying to walk through your Christian life, you know, I'm 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 doing this. Praise God, you got his his joy in your lips and in your heart, and you're going through, and the enemy's shooting darts at you. And that's why the Bible tells us that we have to hold up the shield of faith. We have to have the helmet of salvation, the sword of the Spirit. Um, we have to have the Word of God on the inside of us so we can counteract these attacks from the enemy. Um, so if we resist steadfast in the faith, that means we're doing something. We have action about ourselves. We are actively involved in this life. I'm not just going through life Oh, it's Monday. I'm getting the kids up. Here we go. We're getting ready for school. And now I've got to go to work. And in life is just this mundane, uh, this drudgery of a life. No, no. When he says resist steadfast in the faith, I know when I get up on a Monday morning or when I walk out of church and I've heard the word of God, I've got to do something with it. Well, and we've talked in these podcasts, one of the best ways to counteract thoughts, right? To defeat the enemy in our thought life. And just, and that's where he sends the darts is in our thought life. He'll attack our thoughts. And in, in what I'm saying, giving you thoughts that you think, where did that come from? Listen, it's not sin unless you act on it. So those thoughts will come to you. They come to us all, but we have, it's what we do with them. So when that fiery dart get shot at us through a thought, what do we do? We do what Jesus did in the wilderness when the enemy was tempting him. And he, and, and he said, it is written, right? So I'm not saying you have to literally stand up, you know, in your bedroom and say, it is written. No, I'm saying you just, you know the scripture. In other words, you're, you're, you're counteracting those thoughts with the thoughts of God, the word of God, Right? So that's what he's talking about when he's saying resist in our thoughts. I like this. Um, Galatians 5, 16 and 17 says this. He says, this I say then, walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. In other words, you're, you're walking in the things that God you know, on the inside that God has for you, the, the knowledge that you have, you're walking in the spirit. You're full of God. You got his, his word on your lips. You got the joy in your heart. You're singing and praising God. You're walking in the spirit. You're more 
you're more aware of him than you are of the natural side of things. How can you do that? I've got kids and I work with coworkers and they cuss. Listen, it's possible to live in this world and be full of the spirit of God and walk in the spirit and not letting those things pull you down. It says in verse 17, for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these two are contrary to one another so that you cannot do the things that you want to. So he's, he's saying here, look, my flesh is warring against the spirit. I wanted, my flesh wants to do things. I want to do bad things, right? That's what your flesh says. But the spirit of God on the inside of you, whom you're filled with, right? He's saying, no, and he's, he's uh, directing us towards the right path. And then your flesh is just warring against it. How do we, how do we stand? How do we do that? Well, we stay full of the word and we keep his word on our, on our lips. I've even taken index cards um, in the past and I had a scripture that I was standing on during the week. You know, uh, why did I do that? Because some people bite, they try to bite off more than they can chew. You know, they hear these things and they're like, okay, I'm going to get all these scriptures together and I'm going to do this. And they start getting in this works mentality. No, just take, take a scripture or two that maybe even this one right here, first Peter five, eight, and nine, whom resist steadfast in the faith. In other words, you, you just start meditating on this right? So that when these thoughts come, when life comes at you, that you, you have the word on the inside and it's, it's that anchor. And you say, wait a minute, I recognize that's the enemy. I'm not going to even, I'm not even going to listen to you devil. And you, you resist and you say, I resist you in the name of Jesus. You have to go. I'm not thinking that thought. I, I'm married happily. And I'm not thinking about that other person. I'm not thinking about, uh, you know, what my, what my family member did to me. I'm not even going to think about it. I'm not going to meditate on it. I'm not going to think about what my kids did. No, they're not doing right. But you know what? Thank you, Lord, that they are on the path that you have for them. Thank you that they're walking in the promises that you have for them. And you just, you just completely say the opposite of what the enemy's saying to you. That right there is doing the word. That right there is the simplicity of doing the word and resisting steadfast in the faith. So this is just, I mean, this is just scratching the surface on talking about what we do when the enemy comes in and he tries to get us off course. These things, I think, we have to be sober of. We have to know, like I said, we have to know our enemy and how he works against us. Next time we're going to be talking about patterns more, and we're going to get into this a little bit, a little bit more. Um, but I want you to take what we've, uh, what we've done today, what we've talked about, and look at First Peter five eight through nine. When you're at home, maybe you're in your car and you listen to this in your car or while you're getting ready. Um, look up Galatians five sixteen and seventeen. And, and that might answer some questions. You say, well, I, I just struggle all the time. I, you know, I, I go to church, but I go out of church on a Monday morning, and I just struggle all week with the same thing. Well, Galatians 5, 16 and 17 tells you why. Why? Because he says, if we'll walk in the Spirit, we won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. So right there is my answer. I know that I've got to be full of God's Spirit more than I'm in the flesh, right? So how do I do that? 
I, I find scriptures that, that pertain to what I'm, I'm, I'm going through. You, you can get into scriptures. It's easy. You find, look, I used to look at the back of the Bible and I would look at words like temptation <clears throat> or whatever word I was dealing with, whatever it was. And I would try to find that word. And this is when I first got born again. And I would look up that word and right underneath it in that concordance there were scriptures that would help me and I would write them on index cards. Well, that's me doing my part in getting the word of God on the inside of me. I'm telling you, the Bible says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you, right? So the word is important. It's powerful. Of course, I, I'm, I keep on inter, intermingling these these because you, you have to. But in other words, we have to know our enemy. We have to know how he works in our lives. And we have to use the word of God, the sword of the spirit against him and his tactics. So I'm going to leave you with that today. I hope this helped you on this, on this Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever you're listening to this. And I know that these podcasts are making a difference in your life. Until next time, live in everyday revival.